when we return, whose fault is it for the demise of Brooklyn's Big Three? He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken Levick Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Levicka. We're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. And proudly, for that matter, Ken Levick alive. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, Stone Lebanowitz, Friday Night Lights here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, Matt Stafford, is he a Hall of Famer? Now, pro football talk. Matt, uh, Mike Florio just tweeted, it's stupid to have a Hall of Fame debate about someone who still has multiple years left to play. Exactly. I don't agree with that. No, nah, man, he, he has time Why can't to fill it out. He's been in the league for like 14 years. You can at least have a legitimate discussion about it. If his career ended today, that's the discussion, right? If his career ended today, would he make the Hall of Fame? Versus like, because we can't figure, we can't, estimate what he's going to do in the next couple of years. I mean, he threw like 20 interceptions this year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to throw that in. I know. I know. I understand. I understand he led the league in interceptions. I know Theo yeah. Graziano. He I understand that. He led the league in throwing the ball to the other team. But you know what? We need to get this guy in the can. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> it is It is not just about that. Unbelievable. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. All right. So... We didn't have a chance to really dig in on this, but we need to today because James Harden is now in Philadelphia, uh, announced that he's probably not going to play for another couple of weeks as he get his left hamstring taken care of. Ben Simmons just had his introductory press conference in Brooklyn. This came out via Bleacher Report. This was a little bit of an insight into the mechanisms that went into this trade and the destruction of Brooklyn's big three, quote-unquote. This is from Jake Fisher. Uh, And it reads like this. Based on conversations with Brooklyn figures and those close to Durant, it's clear the Harden blockbuster trade for Ben Simmons wouldn't have occurred without Durant's blessing. As more and more Nets personnel faced the reality approaching the trade deadline that Harden wanted out, Durant's approval mattered more than anyone else's. Quote, KD didn't want to get rid of James, one person familiar with the two superstars said, but he knew it was over. Kevin was like, bleep it. James isn't bringing bleep, another figure with knowledge of Brooklyn added. I don't think that would have happened without Kevin making that decision. For weeks, Durant had grown weary of Harden's purported commitment to the franchise. When Harden first took to the bench with right hamstring tightness, Durant was among the Brooklyn figures who were skeptical of the injury severity. By Thursday morning, Durant dialed Nets GM Sean Marks. While Durant had initially resisted swapping Harden for Simmons, Harden had finally forced his hand. Brooklyn's spiral of losses and Harden's freelancing behavior created an untenable situation. Quote, Kevin's the one that pulled the trigger on this, another source said. Durant's strong connection with Steve Nash from their days with Golden State played a critical role in Nash being hired as head coach. Durant consulted on every single major decision. He was instrumental in Brooklyn's drafting of Cam Thomas back in July. Kyrie Irving only returned to Brooklyn's road lineups after Durant was the one who lobbied to scrap the organization's vaccine stance to play. Irving needed to comply with New York City's coronavirus requirements still, though, at home. That may have been the final moment that Durant and Harden were aligned. Harden also wanted Irving's help and made several public jabs at Irving's vaccination status during media availabilities. This summer, Harden and Durant never entered the same gym together. Durant was disappointed by the poor conditioning that Harden sported during the early Nets practices. With Irving inactive and a greater workload heaped onto Harden and Durant, a strain formed between the Nets 
to active alphas. Quote, Kyrie not being held accountable and Kyrie being allowed to do whatever he wants with James being his age, knew he didn't have any time to waste to get his first championship. All pretty bold insight shows that Kevin Durant was involved in all of it, even though he's publicly claiming that, uh, I didn't need an explanation from James Harden. He clearly didn't need an explanation because he knew what was going on. And what was going on was James Harden was doing his checkout thing that he did in Houston and then he brought to Brooklyn. Yeah. When he's not happy, things get tough, I'm out. <laughs> That's what he, he did. He, he, he did that, and it, it's so weird, and it's so striking, and it's one of the reasons why he is, though he's so talented, and he's a generational offensive talent, the guy can score any level, um, can get by defenders when he's in shape at any time in the game except for when the playoffs hit. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I think he also is just a knucklehead and one of the hardest guys to get along with and play with. I mean, after a while, you have to look in the mirror and figure out it's you, James Harden, right? Like, you bring in Dwight Howard, okay, we get it. He was a head case back then in Houston. It didn't work out. You bring in Chris Paul. You run him out of town for Russell Westbrook. That didn't last but, what, a year. Yeah. And then you, then you go to Brooklyn to play with the guy who might be the easiest guy to play with in all of the NBA, at least on the court, in Kevin Durant. And, it, and I read also in that article he was fighting to do more iso ball stuff instead of the uh, let the ball have energy and swing it around. Yeah. When you have Kevin Durant on your team, and then it it just was a that's why when the Nets built this team as a Heat fan, I was comfortable the whole time. Uh-huh. Like they have Kevin Durant, who's moody but great, and you have Kyrie Irving and and James Harden, who are two of the most uh, let's say you mercurial, can't count on them. yeah, mercurial, untrustworthy, yeah. Uh, divisive, however you want to put it. Uh, hot and cold, whatever. Their personalities just don't no. click. No, not at all, and. So I'm all for players advocating for themselves. I mean, I think I make that pretty clear on a regular basis. But I'm all for players advocating for themselves when it is done in a scenario that has become untenable for that player outside of their own circumstance. And it doesn't seem like James Harden's situation, though Kyrie is wildly annoying, and we'll get to him in a second, this was not something where he was being put in a position to fail. He still had Kevin Durant coming back. Yeah. He, If he thinks he's an alpha, if he thinks he's an alpha player, can't you hold things down? Oh, but my hamstring, ow. If Kevin Durant's skeptical and he thinks that, that James Harden is to an extent faking an injury, that's a terrible look on James Harden, who then the insinuation is he doesn't have the guts to lead this team through a tough stretch without Kyrie or you're getting him three games out of seven and and Kevin Durant. The problem, too, though, is Harden is playing these back-to-backs. I mean, when you're in a strip club until 3 a.m., yeah. how can you expect this guy to go out there and perform I the know. next day? I mean, I know. you got to have some kind of sympathy for a guy like let that. Let him live his life. <laughs> I mean, let him live his life. But for me, I think it comes down to a question. Who is to blame for this super team not working? Mm. Because you had KD. You had Kyrie. You had James Harden. It was unique. It put Brooklyn on the map. We sat and waited for Kevin Durant. To come back, he signed with Brooklyn, didn't play an entire season yeah. to get that Achilles healed up. And you add Harden, you add Kyrie, you get to the Eastern Conference Finals last year, and then before a second full season is even done, before they play more than 16 games together, that's it. 
it's blown up. Who is to blame for this? Because this was Kevin Durant's brainchild, it sounds like. He's the one who wanted and signed off on Kyrie and James Harden. Bringing in his boys. This was KD. Well, I heard, well, it was really Kyrie that led KD to Brooklyn. It was Kyrie that, because KD was kind of on the fence of where he was going to go. And Ky- so I would so say fine, he even signed with up that, on Harden. So KD, KD aligning himself with Kyrie. Yeah, that's the and then, and then <laughs> signing off on Harden. Yeah. That's even more so damning if you're Kevin Durant, because you made the conscious decision to leave Golden State, a dynasty, mm. and do that and with a guy now who is playing in 30% of the games because he won't get vaccinated, and then James Harden, who looks like, on its face, he quit on a second team when the going got tough. You guys are insanely spot on, and I think there's one more thing to add, and it's they were the title favorites, the odds-on title favorites, the entire season up until two days ago. So that's something that I don't think, you know, that they don't have to pay attention to, but, you know, Vegas and, and the odds makers, like, they were the odds on favorites to win the NBA championship all this time. They got so much talent. Yeah, there's exactly. And now it's, it's, it's gone. Yeah. Who are we blaming most for the breakup of the Nets? Who gets the most blame out of all this? Because I think it's a legitimate discussion because it has changed the complexion of the Eastern Conference and the NBA championship race. Yeah. Who is the most to blame for the Nets? Big three breakup. Is it KD for aligning with Kyrie? Is it KD for wanting to go get James Harden and bring him into the mix? Or is this all on Kyrie wrecking everything with his smartest man in the room anti-vaccination stance? Who's to blame most for the Nets not working? Durant? Kyrie Harden, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Who takes on the most blame for the Nets no longer existing as we knew them? Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, 888-760-3776. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063. You are listening to Ken Levicka Live on ESPN 1063. Here's Ken Levicka. I'm sorry, I can't shake the feeling, Theo, that Kevin Durant is the one who consciously decided to leave Golden State. Mm. Him and Draymond couldn't get along. He was moody the entire final season. He was there, apparently. But he made the decision to align with Kyrie. Kyrie, who already, like, what are you getting from him? Mm. Where is his head on a daily basis? All right, fine, great. Hey, James, you haven't purported yourself well in Houston. Come on, let's go. Everything's fine. It'll be good. It'll be good. Hey, uh, if you could get in shape, that would be great. And then everything just fell apart. And, like, KD, I don't know. I think this is on him. I think the divorce is on him. Kyrie's an easy place to go because he's sort of a dope. James Harden's sort of, you know, he's James Harden. When things get tough, I don't know if I want to be here anymore. KD signed up for this. He voluntarily signed up for this and helped recruit. So I have a question then, Ken. So if you you have kids, right? And let's say your wife leaves the house, you're at home with the kids, you're watching the game, and they're you know, around the house doing whatever, being knuckleheads. They break something, they mess up something in the house, your wife gets back. Who's to blame? Me. You're to blame because you're the adult in the rooms. Kyrie and, Kyrie and, uh, and James Harden are the kids. Katie's Kevin the Durant adult is the, room. the adult. He's the one that allowed, not only allowed, enabled it, by teaming up with Kyrie and allowing him to be Mr. Half here, half not here, 
Mr. I want to go uh-huh. to city council meetings during our games. And then, and then <laughs> James Harden, <laughs> who we know comes into camp out of shape often yeah. and then knows that he can throw a powder or hissy fit if something doesn't go his way and force his way out of places. He did this to himself. The way this Bleacher Report story reads out is that, and there's no surprise here, Kevin Durant is the guy, the number one, the alpha, if you want to use that term, in the Nets locker room. And the fact that it fell apart, that's on KD. He's the one who's pulling strings. He's yeah. the one who has the direct line to Sean Marks. He's the one that's trying to address concerns with James Harden. He's the one who is going to bat for Kyrie to be able to play in away games. Yeah, this is on this is on KD. KD is the general manager, head coach, and the star player of the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Nothing happens without him saying it's okay to happen, and that's what the report lines out. We already knew that. Yeah. There's a reason why Steve Nash is the head coach. There's a reason sure. why James Harden was the guy that they went and got, and there's a reason why they now are fixing all their woes, thank God, by bringing in Ben Simmons, right? <laughs> Everything's okay. Everything's good. Ben hey, Simmons. The Nets are just fine. Ben Simmons and his outside shot with his six feet, oh, yeah. they're good. Oh, Everything yeah. is going to be just <laughs> fine.